Welcome to Career Central with Lorraine Beeman. In this program, you'll hear from career experts from different fields of career management who will share their wisdom about best practices designed to help you find, advance, or change your desired. Now, here is your host, Lorraine Beeman. Welcome to Career Central. I'm Lorraine Beeman, your host of an hour totally committed to helping you achieve your career goals. This morning, our guest is Janice Jordan, an expert in networking. If you caught last week's show, you know the challenge was to set aside time each week to network. So I reached out to Janice and she agreed to come on and share advice on how to best use that time. I hope you'll give yourself permission to spend the next hour discovering ways to advance your career. For more than 20 years, I have responded to job seekers who have called and asked why they were not offered a job or promotion. The answer is usually the same. They have worked hard to advance their employer's goals, but have not spent much, if any, time advancing their career. I feel everyone should have the career they want and know that it is possible to master the strategies necessary to make that happen. So that when the opportunity for an exciting new job or promotion comes along, they will be a competitive candidate. Our guest, Janice Jordan, discovered her passion for networking early, and she turned it into a career. Her company, Jordan's Referral Network, helps professionals build strong business networks. Her success has earned her the title of Network Queen. Janice also volunteers her time to introduce students and unemployed job seekers, teaching them the art of networking. In other words, there is probably nothing in the realm of networking Janice has not mastered. Janice, welcome to Career Central, and thank you for joining us today. Thank you, and thank you for having me. So, Janice, um, if our listeners have never thought about networking, can you share some reasons, maybe even examples, of why it is so important to develop networking skills? Well, I think that networking should be something that you do for a lifetime. It's not just if you have a business that you're trying to promote your business, but it is for everything you do throughout your life, from a student to looking for a job, to being a parent, for owning a business, whatever. Um, Networking is about preparing and building relationships. And so if you're a, a, a Boy Scout or a Girl Scout, what's the first thing they teach you? To be prepared. And networking helps you do that. It's you're prepared. So when you walk into an interview, you know everything. You have the confidence and stuff about yourself, about what you're looking for, what you want in, in your future and your plans and goals, and most importantly, what they want, what they're looking for, and how to give them the answers and to support them with the needs they are trying to fill. So Janice, can you give us an example of maybe someone you worked with who um, used networking to secure that job interview? Um, I, can, I can use an example where I was looking for a job and um, I went and researched the company online and got the information I needed about them and then I sat down and I wrote out what I needed to fill their shoes. And I built my introduction and my talk for the interview out of that. And then I sat down with them. And in fact, the reason I had the networking skills was how I got hired as the marketing manager for this particular business. That's fantastic. Th- thank you. I think it's always nice to hear personal successes on networking, because I know that a lot of my clients will, when we talk about networking, will say networking is just another way to beg for a job. How would you respond to them? Well, if you think it's another way to beg for a job, then you're doing it wrong. First of all, you don't, you don't ever have to even ask for the job if you're networking properly, because you would ask for the referral. So you would say, you know anybody who is looking for? So you're not asking them at all. You're asking them if they know somebody. 
you're doing two things there. You're doing the takeaway because they're like, what do you mean? Ask some, somebody, I can help you. This is what I need. I can fill that position. Um, and also, it takes away the feel that you're selling yourself and, and you're asking for things and you're begging because what you're doing is you're trying to fill their needs and their services. The one thing about networking that's the hardest for people to get is it's not about you, it's about everybody else. So I um, often tell my clients that by not networking, by not sharing the fact that they are a viable candidate in a certain field, is they're robbing a prospective employer of connecting with a really qualified candidate. And so sometimes I call it guilting them into it, but sometimes I just say the reality is there's somebody out there who desperately needs your skills and talents. And if you're sitting home and not sharing that fact, you know, they're struggling with their business because you haven't, you know, said, gee, this is what I can do. Is that kind of um, the way you approach it too? You know, I've been working with the Chamber of Commerce for 20 some years now. And I have people that go to Chamber of Commerce events and say, oh, I can't get any, any business out of these networking events at the Chamber. And I ask them, are you sitting at the same lunch table every month with the people you already know or your own people with you and talking to the same people? Or are you moving around the room and talking to people? Are you letting everybody in the room know you're there or are you just showing up? And you know what? 99% of the time, they're not successful because they're not showing up or they're showing up and not meeting the people, not reaching out and not talking to them. So if you don't, you know, you can't win the prize if you don't play the game. Uh, very, very well said. So hopefully any of our listeners who were thinking, I don't like to network, um, are kind of thinking, well, okay, maybe this networking thing sounds like it will work but I don't know how to do it. And that really is your area of expertise. So if somebody agrees networking is important, but don't, they don't know how to do it, what are the first, what's the first thing they should do? Well, the first thing you should do is, um, is get over the fact of being shy or afraid to go out and talk to people because everybody is there because they want to get to know you. Now I have an example of, I had a lady in one of my classes and she was in my class because her boss made her come. And she did not want to network whatsoever. And I'm trying to talk to her and I was like pulling teeth. And I said, what, what can I do for you? She goes, I'm shy, I don't wanna to talk to people. And, and I said, did you know that they need to know what you have to say and they wanna know what you, what you have to say? And, and they really need this. And she looked at it, she thought about it. When she finished that class, she went back to work and she increased her sales by 35% in the first month because she realized that other people wanted to know what she had to say. And the things I taught her was to have your introduction ready, to know that your introduction is the first and important thing for people to hear about you. And if it has the five steps in it that you need to get to their attention, then, then you're there. And Janice, I had the opportunity to read your book. Just I finished it yesterday. I loved it. And I, I really liked what you said about the, um, the five steps and then actually um, starting off with the seven words. You want to share with our audience um, that uh, it's a brilliant concept of how to build that introduction. So if you'd, if you'd start by sharing the seven words and then taking us through the five steps, that would be great. Hi, my name is Janice and I am the, your, hi, my name is Janice. I'm a med, Mark, I am your marketing manager extraordinaire. That would have been seven words. If you can introduce yourself in seven words, you've got their attention just like that. Your introduction should be 60 seconds long. But if you take it from seven seconds to 60 seconds and you, you 
have those five steps in there, you can do it at any size it needs to be. So if you're in an event and they say, oh, you only got 30 seconds, you already have the five steps, you know how to cut it down, and you can do it. You have to practice it and, and, and stuff, but you can do it. And because you, you learned the skill to do it from seven seconds to 60 seconds. What the five steps are is easy. You have the intro, which is your name. You have the summary, which is that radio station, what's in it for them, you know, with them. What the, your needs are, what you're looking for, and a call to action, and a memorable hook. And that seven second intro could even be your memorable hook when you're looking for a job. That I am your marketing manager extraordinaire. And that they're going to remember that person, you know, because it was something. And you can have fun with it, okay? Humor is a big thing and it goes a long way. Um, I had to do an introduction for the business for my husband and I, and I kept going like, I'm the marketing manager for my husband's business. And they said, wait a minute, you know, it's you we want to know, not, you know, your husband's business. And I would do my introduction that my husband and I own a business and this is what we do. And my call to action is to please call him and keep him busy so he can get out of my hair and I can get my things done. I love it. Um, just following up on what you said, um, introducing yourself, using your name. I find that a lot of folks go really fast across their, through their name. They say it really fast. And I think one of the things we want to remind people is, especially if you're meeting somebody for the first time, say your name slowly and clearly so that they remember it. It's probably the most important thing you're going to share with them. And I love your idea of the quick summary followed by, um, you know, what your needs are and what the action step is and then um, something memorable. And I love the fact that you, your memorable was, you know, keep my husband busy so he stays out of my hair. And I'm hoping that everyone in our audience can think about something that will end their introduction with that fun, peppy um, takeaway that everybody remembers. Like, you know, after I met you and you said, oh, you know, send my husband some business so he stays out of my hair, I would remember that. And, and I think that the blend of humor and something that, that folks can, can take away is, is great. Make so, sure it's a humor that they can appreciate and not, you know, because if you say, um, give me a job so I'm off of welfare or out of the food lines, that might not, it's funny, you know, but they might not appreciate it. So make sure it's something that works in the social times. So now that they've um, developed their introduction, and that's something that you can do quietly at home, it's safe. Now um, you need to work up the courage and get out there and start making those connections. So give us some advice on how to do that. You talked a little bit about, you know, overcoming being shy, but what are some action steps for actually starting to network? Well, um, my mirror in my car, my rear view mirror, her name is Susan. So she hears my practicing, my Introduction: what I want to ask for and what my goals are for the event that I'm going to. So the whole time I'm driving there, I talk to Susan and tell Susan everything. And she's really good because she doesn't talk back. And then um, you have to practice the introduction. You need it to be comfortable that it just comes and it's not canned or anything. And the more you practice it, it goes up into that fifth part of your brain into a file cabinet and you'd be surprised that as you're talking, you're, you're like, oh, I'm a nervous wreck. But as you're talking, it just starts to flow out and you have that feeling like, oh my gosh, did I just say that? That is what you do because it's, it's practice. So practice it in front of a mirror or practice it on a pet, you know, uh, talk to your pet or your dog for a while and tell them what, what you, you have to say and just practice it so that you feel comfortable and confident. 
it is really important to have confidence and show confidence. But more than that, you need to have authenticity and um, honesty and integrity. When you have those three things, then everybody's going to know, like, and trust you. And that's the goal in that. And I just want to reinforce that, that networking is all about um, building that trust. And I love your fictional person in the back seat, Susan. Um, I also tell people, you know, practice, talk, talk to your goldfish, um, you know, whoever will listen to you. And then we have to take a quick break. But when we're going to, when we come back, we're going to talk about modifying that introduction to fit the setting. So many people memorize something, use it over and over and over again. And we're gonna come back and talk about how to customize that introduction so that whatever situation you're in, you can pull on your memory, your little file cards in your brain and, and deliver an introduction that will uh, let you connect with the person that you're meeting. So right now, we're going to go to a short break. When we come back, we're going to keep asking Janice on how to make networking work for you as a career-advancing tool. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into Career Central. To reach the program today, please call 1 866 472 5790. That's 1 866 472 5790. If you'd rather send an email, you may send it to Lorraine at interviewtowork.com. That's Lorraine at interview, the number two, work.com. Now, back to Career Central. Welcome back. Before the break, we were talking to Janice, the network queen, about um, your introduction. And we promised that when we came back, we would talk about customizing introductions so that they're appropriate for the setting you're in. So, Janice, you talked a little bit about that seven-second um, introduction and then how to expand it to 60 seconds. But let's talk a little bit about customizing it so that somebody's just not saying the same thing to everybody they meet. Well, first of all, the important thing is say you're, you're talking about products and you're a person who has 37 products or you have um, three different businesses. You don't start off and say, well, I'm going to talk to you about business A, B, and C. I want to tell you about the 37 products we have, and they are blah, blah, blah. You don't want to do that. You want to pick one. You want to pick the thing that is the ideal product that everybody is buying or selling or buying and wants. You want to pick what your ideal person or company that you're dealing with 
what their number one need and then work with that. So say you're, you're going to be telling them that you want um, a position as marketing manager because we've been talking about that so we'll stay there. But they don't have a marketing manager yet. They just have a marketing person. So you're going to have to tone it down a little bit to talk about what you offer for the marketing position and how you want to be able to move forward into management. You want to be able to, if you're in, if your product goes to only women and you're in a room of all men, so then you want to be able to still sell that product because the men in there all know women. You know, they're either married or have mothers or sisters or whatever. But you change the wording just so much instead of saying, um, this new product works so great on your skin, you would say, these products are something that would be a great gift for your wife, would be something that she would appreciate. And you just need to tweak the wording so that it fits who's in the world. Well, I think that's great advice. I know when I work with um, job seekers, I have them adjust according to what their goal is and what they would like to find out from the person they're networking. So if, say, they're looking for an IT position in Silicon Valley, but they're in, you know, a social group, not an IT group, I will have them say, gee, do you know anybody that works at Amazon or Google? I'm really trying to connect with those companies. If they're in a group with other IT managers, they'll say, you know, this is my area of expertise. So again, what you're saying is you want to adjust your message to the person listening so they can process that. You know, if it's, you know, your example of selling a product that is primarily for women, if you start talking to men about it, they're going, huh? But if you start saying, gee, I think your wife might enjoy this, then you are, are talking to them in, in a comfort zone. So I think um, fantastic advice on, on customizing. So right now, because of what we're going through, most of us are socializing on social media platforms. And I know you and I had an amazing conversation about LinkedIn. And I will tell you from my point of view, I spent a lot of time on LinkedIn. I see folks with maybe a picture, you know, of them on a vacation and a headline of, you know, where they're working and, and that's about it. That doesn't say much to me in terms of, gee, call me. I'm a great candidate. So uh, go ahead and share with us some of your advice on how to set up your LinkedIn profile. LinkedIn has to be filled in completely, 100% like a resume and don't leave anything out. No gaps. It needs to really be your life story. It needs to be filled in everywhere. You, um, you also need to join groups on LinkedIn because it's filled out completely. They can see everything about you and what you're doing, but they also need to see where, what you're doing personally. You, you want some of that, but you also, they want to see what you're doing to grow yourself for even more. And the groups are a great connection. And the groups are also where you're going to get people interested in what you do so you can ask for the referral and ask for the business and to, to get the jobs and things that you're looking for. They, um, LinkedIn is the number one social media for businesses. There's all kinds of things out there. I believe Facebook is a way to keep your follow-up and stuff going and keep, keep touching them a little bit. But LinkedIn is by far the most important tool that you have in social media. And I just want to follow up what you were saying is LinkedIn, um, time and again, research shows, is the platform for making professional contacts that you do want to be part of a group so that you can stay active and that you want a full profile so that if a recruiter is looking for you, what pops up is information about what you can do for them. One of the things you touched on, and I will admit that this is where I fall flat in my networking, is follow-up. And so 
can you give us a, an idea? You have a, an amazing process for scheduling, networking, and scheduling follow-up, and then a procedure for following up. Would you share that with us? For every half hour of actual networking time, you need 15 minutes of scheduled follow-up. So you need to set 15 minutes prior to every event and 15 minutes after. And the 15 minutes before is to prepare yourself for entering the room. And one of the things is go on the website, find out who's going to be attending it so that you know ahead of time who's there so you can seek out the people you need to talk to. Go to the um, registration and say, I see you had four dentists signed up to be here today. Can you tell me who they are? Are they here yet so that I can talk to them? And then afterwards, you have 15 minutes to go through the business cards and put them in your database. You should always have a contact management system so you can keep track of the people that you need. Now, I have a, a system that um, I created after my book came out, and it's called the PAR program. So when you're out networking and you have your, you're collecting business cards, when you meet somebody, you're going to put a letter on that card, either a P, an A, or an R. And that's how you're going to follow up with them. The P is for prospect. This is somebody that you have a good chance of doing business with. And A is for acquaintance. That's somebody that they're not quite a prospect yet. They might even not be anything that, but we all could use a few more friends. So it doesn't hurt to have. And then R is a referral source. It's somebody that can refer you. And even in, in looking for jobs, sometimes that's the best person to have around is that referral source. Because they can, they can reach so many more people than you can reach for your prospect. Then you're going to follow up with them in that order. The prospects you're going to, gonna, you're going to, like my English, I'm from New York. Um, prospects are the people that you want to re reach out to right away within 24 hours and say it was a pleasure meeting you and we had this conversation and let's get together. The acquaintance, they're just fun. It doesn't matter if they say no to you. So use them for practice. Call them up, talk to them, and if they say yes or no, who cares? They're just acquaintances. And they can turn into friends or they can turn into prospects or referrals later on down the road. And the referral, you call him up and, again, you want to build that relationship. You want to get to know them better. Go out and have coffee. And the more they get to know you, the more they can refer you and vice versa what you can do for them. So those are the three people that you see in a room. And they're actually the only three people in a networking event. So that's a great way to follow up. And following up is making phone calls, sending emails, text messages, whatever works for your, your way. But one tool that has, in my opinion, is the best follow-up tool around, and it's people don't use it as much as they should. And that's the handwritten thank you. Okay, thanks. Um, as we were talking, again, limits to social networking, I'm listening to you and thinking we can translate some of those into our connecting via LinkedIn. And the point I really like is research the person before you make that request to include them in the network. Find out if you have something in common, a group in common, a college in common, an, a past employer in common, and when they accept you, follow up with an invitation to either exchange emails, make a phone call. And again, I think so many of us connect on LinkedIn and then we go, oh gosh, I've got that connection and don't follow up. So I really want to emphasize the importance of the, the follow up to keep, once that relationship has started, keep, keep it going. I think it's fun to hear about success stories. Janice, you want to share with us some of the successes you've had through networking or your clients have had through networking, whichever. 
excuse me, I have been networking for so long that um, I have built up a client base from networking. And I have been, I, I have connections and people today that I do things with that I met 20 years ago. I have friends and relationships. So if you were to call me up and say, I, I'm having an event, do you know where I can have this venue? Many venues. Do you know a good caterer? I can connect you with anything you need because I have those relationships from, from networking. Um, I have friends who come back to me and they, they send me messages all the time saying, we, I just ran into somebody I met 25 years ago and I'm doing business with them now from networking then. I just went through my database and realized that 40% of my clients, my long-term clients, I got through networking after I learned from your workshops. And I get that kind of thing all the time. Um, I had a guy, I got to tell the Santa Claus story here. So I went to a networking event and I, I knew the, it was at a chamber and I went up to one of the greeters and I said, so who do I want to meet today? And they said, well, there's this guy, he's brand new, he just moved here. And he's this, this, and this. And he told me so much about the guy. Well, he turned it up, turned up sitting at my table for lunch. And he said, hi, I'm, and I finished a sentence for him. I said, oh, your name is so-and-so. And he says, yeah. And um, I do such and such. And I told him all about what he does in his business. And he goes, how do you know that? I said, I know all these things. I said, Santa Claus told me everything about you. This was a Christmas um, dinner, uh, lunch. And I said, Santa Claus told me all about you. And I just kept telling him things about himself that he was like, how do you do this? You know, this is really cool. So at the end, I had to tell him that the person at the front desk had, had told me. But for the whole entire lunch, I had him and the other people um, at the table thinking that I had this ESP and knew all this stuff when it was that I had gotten the heads up earlier. It was a blast. He is still one of my bestest friends. He's gone on to own his own business doing yoga and is very successful. And um, it, it's amazing. So that's one of my favorite stories. One of my favorite stories is um, a client who came to me and 80% of all jobs come through networking. So I said, we just need to um, get you networking. He said, I would rather chew off my leg than network. I said, and I kind of laughed and moved on. He reached over and started rolling up his pant leg saying, no, I am serious. I will chew off my leg before I network. I said, whoa, whoa, there's always a way to network. So we developed a system for him using email. He would email folks. And then one day I overheard him having a conversation. I said, well, this is exciting. You um, are talking to somebody, you're networking. His response was, it would be extremely rude not to return a request to make a phone call. And I, I tell that story is because there is always a way to successfully network in your comfort zone. And I know that we talked a little bit about that. Do you have any stories of folks that, and you, you gave the example of the, the student, but do you have another example of people who were not comfortable networking and you helped get them over that barrier? I have a friend who um, just, she felt that she's just too shy. She just was not comfortable walking into a room and by showing her that she could she could overcome that with different ways of um, walking into the room with a friend through the buddy system. So if you bring a friend with you and the two of you tag team and you make a contest out of it, and she was great at this contest idea. She goes, "Oh, I can be her anytime." You know, so they would make games out of it. Um, her and I would go and we would talk together, sit 
we would go around the room together and I would start the conversation. As long as I started it, she had no problem finishing it, you know? And so I would introduce her around the room. Well, we also found that by inter me introducing her through, around the room, she got more interest because it was somebody else was telling you that she was great instead of her sharing. So um, she's extremely successful today. I think that is great advice. One is buddy up with somebody. If you're nervous about networking, even if you are networking virtually, have a friend. And I love it. Set a challenge. Each of you challenge, set a challenge goal. You know, I will contact so many people this week and introduce other people. I love that too. You, you're usually more comfortable when you're bragging and telling somebody about a friend who's very successful. So take on that role in networking trade off. Uh, you introduce someone, be very positive about them and then have them return the favor. If you ask the uh, registration desk to refer to introduce you or the greeters in the room, it, it turns out to be a real benefit for you. And I think all of us who love to network are kind of looking back, looking forward to that time that we can be in the same room together and network, or we're looking back and having fond memories of how all those networking experiences really helped us promote our careers. Um, during um, our shows, we always ask our guests to offer a five-second challenge to our listeners, something they can do five seconds after the end of the broadcast that will help them move forward in their career. What do you suggest that they do? I suggest you create your seven-word introduction. Find just seven words, not eight, nine, ten, just seven, because that's what the brain can remember. And just create that seven-word introduction to tell people how awesome you are. And you'll find that that is just a wonderful ice-breaking tool and it really works to make you and them more comfortable. All right. Unfortunately, we have to take another break. When we come back, I want to talk to you about more stories and find out more about your book. So we will be back in a few moments talking more about networking. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa. Play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into Career Central. To reach the program today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. 
If you'd rather send an email, you may send it to Lorraine at interviewtowork.com. That's Lorraine at interview, the number two, work.com. Now, back to Career Central. Welcome back. We are talking to Janice, the queen of networking, and she was just challenging us to talk about our seven-second introduction before the break. During the break, we had a little chat about how to develop those customized introductions. And so, Janice, why don't you share a little bit about what we were talking about? When you want to have your customized introduction, you want to have, in this case, when looking for a work, what you're passionate about, what you really want to do. You need to, what your goals and plans are for moving forward. And the best way to do that is to do a dump. Just take multiple sheets of paper and write down everything you can think of. And even if you think it's silly or, or ridiculous, write it down. When you're trying to do your introduction, write down everything about yourself and what you offer. Again, nothing is silly or ridiculous. Just write every thought down. Then you look at them and you pick out the top 20. Then you narrow it down to you have five things. That is who you are and what you're after. And, and you can really take and be able to create your introduction. You, and then, again, that stuff is going to go back into that brain spot. And when you're interviewing with people or talking to people or networking, it comes out so passionate, so natural, so comfortable, because you worked on it and you have it there and you, you can really share. And once you break it from, from this thing down to this, then they know exactly what it is that you're looking for. Be as specific as possible, you know? Instead of, I just want an IT job, I want an IT job that allows me to um, share what it is I learned in, in websites. And, and blah, 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 and be able to give it to them as specific as you can, because then they can fill what you're looking for. I want to reinforce what you said, which I think is spot on. Introductions need to be specific. They need to be tailored. And you need to be able to deliver them as comfortably as you say your name. You don't want to be struggling, thinking, oh, what, do I su what am I supposed to say? Practice over and over. And you're right. Start with the writing then tell your, tell your plant, your pet, whoever will listen until you are very, very comfortable. And once you get to that comfort level, I know you shared with me, you can shift quickly. You know, you think you're going to a meeting and you just want to make connections with companies. And then suddenly you're introduced to an IT manager who works at Amazon and you immediately, because it's back in your brain, you switch to that introduction that goes specifically into the details of what you can do in IT. So thank you for, for sharing that. I know that um, people in our audience want to know more about networking and that you have written an amazing book. So I'm wondering if you could just share a little bit about how people can reach you and how they can get your book. Well, before I, I gotta tell you the reason that my book is the name that it has is in the 80s at the chambers events they would have evening events that um people the salespeople would go to them for free for the food and drink and they would talk to other salespeople and share about their widgets well this became networking events as we know today but at the time they were called wine and meatball events and it was just salespeople talking about widgets now it's networking events, so it's more than wine and meatballs is the name of the book. And I don't think I can show you because of the um, screen in the background. <laughs> but it's more than wine and meatballs, secrets to more effectively networking and growing through referrals. Because one, the networking is about getting the referrals, building the relationships, and growing, and you can grow your whole entire life from what you're doing is to getting the job, having the job, having your own business, and 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 more. 
Um, I even taught to colleges how college students could network their way around the campus to get better things going during their, their school year, all in networking. So it's more than wine and meatballs. It's on Amazon. I believe it's $24 or something on Amazon. And there is a, um, what do they call the uh, digital version? Uh, it's just on Kindle. Kindle, that's yeah, what, I, that sorry. That's, that's my old age kicking in. <laughs> Kindle is free. So um, you can get a free version on Kindle or, or the book on Amazon. And there's also a workbook that goes along with it. It just helps you to write everything out to be able to, to, to have what you need to network effectively. So I just want to repeat the title is It's More Than Wine and Meatballs. I had the opportunity to read it. I, bought, I got the hardcover. And even though I've been networking for a very, very long time, there were a lot of very important things that I learned or were reminded of and starting from the introduction all the way through using your introduction and what I was really excited about is a very systematic way to track your network, keep in touch. As you build your network, it's like building anything else. You want a system, you want to follow through, you want to assess your success. So I encourage you to, if you're a Kindle reader, it's great. Um, download it. If you like to hold a book in your hand, um, again, um, order their hard copy. And I, I just want to take this moment to thank Janice because she has done an amazing job stepping up, sharing with us about networking, how to network for a job. Then also, once you develop this skill and you're in a job, using networking to both advance your career and your employer's goals and always being prepared. She mentioned how she can pick up the phone and call somebody who has an area of expertise in, in catering, in social media. That's where we all want to be in our careers so that when you go through that transition, you have the folks that you can call, the folks that will support you. So I want to um, just reiterate this week's five second challenge. And I was very pleased to see that some of our reader, some, uh, some of our listeners, I love to read, I also love to listen. Some of our um, listeners responded last week. They did take the, the challenge. They did schedule time for networking. And so in response to their requests, we brought Janice on so she can talk about how to use that time. I also, um, in part of thanking Janice, I want to read the part of the dedication to her book because I think that she's done this for us. The book is dedicated to her friend Mary who took my hand at the very first networking event and introduced me to every person in the room. That day I knew I had to do the same and help other people get over their discomfort and learn to grow through networking. And Janice, you've done that for our, our listeners today. You've really helped them think about how to deal with shyness, how to know what to say, how to follow up, and how important networking is as they move forward in both their careers and their businesses. So again, I want to reiterate that five-second challenge. If you are driving, biking, running, please don't <laughs> try and do it now. But as soon as you're in a safe space, that first five seconds, write down the seven words that best describe your career goals. Then practice it on somebody, expand it. But remember, our challenge is that in the first five seconds after you stop listening to this broadcast or are in a safe place, you will take action. If you wait until tomorrow, probably won't take action and not be able to move forward in your career using these amazing network skills that Janice has shared today. So um, next week, we are going to be talking more about strategies and techniques for advancing your career. We're going to have an expert on burnout. And you're thinking, what does burnout have to do with my job search? Resistance, resilience, bouncing back after challenges in the employment field are a key to you moving forward in your career. Beth is going to share a, a system that she has developed and give you some step-to-step -step 
actions on how, how to um, move forward. So um, before we close, um, Janice, any, any last thoughts for our listeners? You go forth and network. Go forth and network. Thank okay. you so much for having me here. I really thoroughly enjoyed it. And um, I'd come back anytime you want and we can even do Q and A. So um, love to just share with you guys. Thank you. Okay. So those of you that um, would like to hear more about Janice, more about networking, make sure that you um, let us know. So again, thank you, Janice, for joining us. For those of you who are listening on iTunes, Spotify, or another platform that lets you rate our show and leave comments, please let us know how we were doing. Career Central is committed to bringing practical career advice to you every week. That is why we invited Janice this week is because enough of you said, okay, great, I've got the time for networking. What am I going to do? So please rate us, send comments so that we know how to structure future programs. Final reminder on the five-second challenge, the seven words that best describes your career search. So until next week, this is Lorraine Beeman encouraging you to take care of your career because you are the only one qualified to do it. Look forward to talking to you next week and hearing all about what you're doing to advance your career. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for this week's edition of Career Central. Be sure to join your host, Lorraine Beeman, for another program next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Enjoy your week. Thanks again.